Or do you have the TV out? Turn the TV off. What are you watching? Are you watching news? There, there we go. Okay. What were you yeah. watching? Were you watching news? What were you doing? Yeah, yeah, I was watching the news. Al Jazeera. What's going on? What's going on? Um, here? what's what they're talking about right this second? Explain is... it to me as if I had zero idea what's happening. All right, the State Department. That's sort of like the Draymond Green of the United States, <laughs> I guess. Um, no, I guess that would be the Defense Department. <laughs> um, uh, yes. uh, so state department is i guess like the chris paul and i'm looking at ned price right now or ned prince who's the state department spokesman but i put it on mute so i don't know what they're talking about um probably yeah something to do with ukraine um well welcome but... to the podcast everybody <laughs> oh, this no. is chicken and the nuggets uh your number one number one spot for ukraine news uh, my name do? is Jacob Rupp, and joining and me, as always, is local news watcher Noah Reynolds, everybody. Hey, Noah. Thank, thank you so much. I'm a watchdog and a dog whistle all rolled up in one. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Noah's got um, that get, watchdog in him. He's got that get, watchdog in him. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, and thank you so much for joining us. We um, have the breaking news and the um, old news, too. So welcome to the podcast, Jacob. Yes, welcome. Uh, we have a fantastic episode for you guys tonight. No idea what we're going to talk about, uh, but that is the off. That's not really you. true, though. Yeah, we, I mean, basketball-wise, I think that's accurate, but we, we had some fun this week. We did have some fun this week. Uh, we've been hooting. We've been hollering. We've been being ourselves. And that's all we ask of you. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're listening and you're like, ah, sounds like Jacob still has a bit of the COVID, uh, you couldn't be more right. Uh, I probably no. still have a lot of COVID. Oh, you uh, don't. I, 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 I have brain fog. So if you've seen oh. me on stage the last week, that is not me. That is a a uh, uh, harmless vessel that COVID has taken over to do bad comedy in. So uh, let's just start there, Noah. I still have a little bit congestion nose i don't know can you tell at all or am i just no i thought yeah I I, I, it? feels like you've been firing on all cylinders frankly at least from my point of view it feels like you've been uh thriving more than usual so maybe <laughs> that's some sort of thing to take note of no i haven't noticed that you've been more sick you seem maybe lethargic when we were hanging out on sunday maybe you're a little tie tie but mm -hmm. you know we're always a little tie tie um no, yeah, I mean, we're team no sleep, so people need to realize that, that we don't sleep Well, we well. know what sleep is. We know who's sleep, who who is sleep is related to, the that's family the, member of sleep. That's the cousin of death. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yes, and uh, what what have you been up to, Noah? What, how, do, how do you feel? How, how, I feel great. So I'm sorry you don't feel good. I'm sorry that somehow, um, uh, yeah, I mean, we, I mean, people can listen back to the last episode. We've We've already, um, you know, legislated and um, reconciled what we think was um, the cause. But yeah, I feel great. I feel um, haven't felt better. No congestion, no headaches. Um, continuing to work from home until I probably tomorrow. Just trying to milk it, um, which is fine because I'm being safe. Mm -hmm. So for all of my work co-workers who listen to podcasts, nobody listens to podcasts. Um, just know that I'm being safe. And yes, um, Noah's being wave wave. 
the most yeah, very brave I am. Very brave by not going into the work and uh, just sitting home and uh, presumably just getting high all day and working. No. No? no. Okay. Excuse me. Not even a little bit, Jacob. shouldn't put that on vinyl. No. God. Mm-hmm. Um. But um, yeah. So I'm um. It's a bummer that you're still on the mend because I I am off. I'm off um the IR as it were and um, uh really really doing well. So you know I don't know who is that says more about me or more about you or more about this um yeah we're not this crazy novel virus. We we should put this video up Noah because uh if you move your leg there's a bright big light where it looks like your penis is a penis of the gods. Uh, so, cool. so very visual podcast joke for the for the audio medium that we got going on. <laughs> uh, we do have we do have these recorded people and nobody. Um, nobody I can't asked. imagine people will nobody want. Yeah, we're waiting until one person asks. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine anyone will want to see or watch. There's not a lot going on. Jacob likes to blur his background because his art in his apartment is just totally filthy. Um, yes, and I like Chinese I, penises. <laughs> yeah, and they shut my electricity off in my apartment months and months ago, so I have no lights. But mm. uh, maybe it's something we'll do. <laughs> we have a good time here on, on Chicken and the Nuggets. And thank you time. for listening. Thank you so much for listening. We, this is really the fuel that gets me through the week, and I love everybody. And uh, obviously, we have to start with breaking news, Noah, about Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia 76ers have reached a settlement agreement on the grievance the all-star grieved right i did not see that how breaking is that oh it's three hours ago oh Uh, i was napping did we eat noah (laughs) what's that we ate some great chicken this week oh we did yeah and at a fantastic location we're having ourselves a little summer Noah. we absolutely are um we've we've done quite a lot um you know save um last week redacted in which we i don't think we li- ate any chicken at all um and that's fine because which is all right you know that <laughs> that happens even though what you know we're not supposed to do that mm-hmm. um we've absolutely had quite a summer we have been making our way through some really eclectic chicken um very different kinds you know we made our we've been continuing to make our way through the the chicken fest fight um, list and, um, and, and, you know, it's just been really exciting to see what, what the different kinds have to offer. Um, what do you think about where we went this week, which was, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I should bury the lead or just say it, which I guess is the same thing. Yes. Yes. Let's, let's keep on beating around the old bush here. Yeah. Uh, and no, we went to, and I quote from the website, my favorite new pastime, uh, horse <laughs> racing. Noah, we went to a horse rating at, at Bally's Arapaho Park. That's right. In and we'll just pretend Park, that it's DraftKings Arapaho Park and not yes. Bally's for the sake of this podcast. Well, we were wearing DraftKings shirts. Um, we should have. They, they could not find, they could not show us on the app where to bet for the horses <laughs> which yeah. was very uh disappointing but uh we went to the old horse horse track noah and, and we, we dropped we dropped some bones and we got our little Jokic on a little bit this sunday we absolutely did dude that's exactly what we did um we went to see some horses we went to gamble 
and um and boy howdy um we had some sort some uh, regular chicken some some chicken figures um we had some at chicken this, figures at the establishment at the place um and um mostly this was an event that was really exciting and I've never experienced before um so sort of i don't know if you i mean a new life experience dare it was I my say. first time as well yes we were horse racing virgins and we popped no, that cherry no. i don't know i don't like you know that's a uh, but yes absolutely um and um so i think that that was you know how often do you do a new thing in life you know um uh-huh. and um I was very nervous in the beginning because I didn't know like attire and stuff like that. I wasn't sure if it was going to be full like Belmont Stakes, you know, Kentucky Derby type thing, if it was going to be really elitist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I wasn't kind of expecting what it was, which was a lot more cowboy, a lot more like, um, you know. You no, know, and I can say this as half Mexican. It was very Mexican. It was probably the most Mexican thing I've done in probably 15 years. Um, right. And I agree. And I'm glad you can say that because you're Mexican. Um, and I'm looking up the term now because I, um, <laughs> I want to yes. find uh, va- va- I knew it was. It's uh, vaquero. Um, so there were just <laughs> a lot of Mexican cowboys there. Um, which was way better than if there were actual real, you know, if they're not real, because there are plenty real, um, of, excuse me, if there were, um, you know, gringo cowboys with their, with their um, whiteness. Yes, yes. So uh, I, I, this was my first time too, Noah. I was very excited. I was very confused. I watched Uncut Gems five times before going. I uh, realized well, that's not related. No, I was going to say, I mean, there's, oh, I see, because of gambling. Because of gambling, yes. Because yes, yes. yes, yes, of gambling. I thought and maybe then, you thought Kevin Gar- Garnett had something to do with horses, but yes. no. probably owns a horse. I will say, you know, compared to other, you know, betting casino type places, uh, we went up to the counter. Old lady, we were like, "Hey, this is our first time." She gave us a pamphlet. She was I did not say to that. us. She uh, kindly explained out the rules. Probably thought we were going to not really nail it, you know, which which is arguable whether we did or not. Uh, and so that was very nice to have a welcoming feel. Uh, she was very excited to take our money. So. Yeah. And I have to say also, it is extremely complicated. It is kind of as complicated or as simple as you want it to be. You know, I thought the whole like going up in it, it in itself, like getting a ticket and placing a bet was going to be extremely complicated, but it's not. You you don't even have to know the horse's name. And by the way, I do have the the program here in front of me and, and we'll go through a lot of the silliness of that, which, by the way, is a huge part of the silliness of the day is just going through the names. Um, yes. You don't have to know the names. All you have to do is go up to the, the nice people, which often are very nice old ladies. Um, tell them like, Hey, I want this bet on this number horse. Like they have, they're numbered and yeah. they're like, absolutely. And that's it. It takes uh, several seconds, you know? 
Um, and like I said, you, it can be, you can I, do. I went pounds. up there and I'm like, let it ride on three all day, sugar toes. <laughs> yeah. And then you sm- spanked your ass and <laughs> walked around the giant, <laughs> the giant, um, counter. counter. Yes. Yes. They might be. Cause I, I, I should say I, I was, we, we were confused about the attire as well. Me and my fiance. Uh, so I did dress up. You're married like, now, I think. Yes, your I wife. am married or my wife. Uh, and my wife. Uh, my wife uh we dressed like we were in borat no i'm just kidding uh we dressed like uh we were in django and we were going to uh <laughs> bed on some horses i had a large uh, uh straw what? hat how are you gonna okay yes yeah. yes and uh boy was i ready to spend months of my paychecks and by that i mean i spent about 60 dollars. so uh not that bad noah and i ended up getting Twenty dollars above. I won one bet. Uh, I hope you can help me out with the horse's name because I cannot think of it. But I did lose betting runs on runs naked, which was one of my favorite horse names of the night of the evening. Uh, so yeah. Uh, and did you lose money overall, Noah? I think you lost. Lost money. a ton of money. <laughs> also bought refreshments. I mean, this is you know this is classic Noah complaining. No, I'm not complaining at all. It was an oh, incredible right. time. But yes, I did not win a single bet. I think you're the only one who won anything. Did your wife, um, your wife, did she win any bets? Uh, she she won like 10, 10 cents on a bet because Jesus. she did bet to place a very heavy, heavily favored horse, which did destroy the competition. Nice. Um, you know, and uh, I just thought about Jokic the entire time. I don't know about you, Noah. I, I just wow. little jockeys and I was like, man, Jokic would trade places with them. Uh, which is pretty crazy uh, that uh, a, a two-time MVP would probably rather uh, have our bodies. Have our bodies. Yes, actually, let's let's, let's make it about ourselves. Uh, no, why not? I mean, because how jealous are we always of their abilities? And I bet Jokic looks at us like, wow, you guys can probably just ride all day, every day. Now, the difference, of course, is that he does the, um, Jokic does the, the cart racing, which I think is sort of allows him to race versus if he was actually on top of a goddamn horse you know yeah and and that must be is that part of like do you think no one bets on Jokic because he has to like the horse has to carry Jokic right yeah yeah Yeah, I mean Jokic carries everybody so let's be honest on on the pamphlet um or the betting sheets you could see the uh jockey's weight and height um and, and the horses weight and height mm-hmm. um you know is which is of course in uh hay um it's the unit of measurement all right well that didn't work out but you know sometimes well we'll see the, i mean we don't know what the listeners thought of the, that i know so, they didn't like it. i'm sorry uh, did it work out here right no. now i blame yeah. covid brain how about that? <laughs> yeah, you're going to. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, the the horse Jacob, you won. This was on um actually amazing. This was the long race, which was so cool. Um, mm-hmm. there were most of them were short races, which were just um uh 350 yards almost, and then the last race of the day was uh, a mile and a sixteenth. Um, and you won on an eight to one odds. I'm a cool cat, which got second place. How could um, I forget? I'm I a cool know. cat. 
Um, and and I should say I made all my bets of the day on the horse names specifically. Yeah, you have to. Uh, and yes, I'm a cool cat. Really came through. I bet him to place. He placed. And uh, I, that was not a term I knew uh, 48 hours ago before we went uh, placing. Um, and right. Showing. Uh, showing, of course. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, initially started betting on the underdogs like the first two races the just under horses on. Yeah. under horses thank you um and and then i thought that was stupid because i let kept losing money and then i bet on just the favorites and then kept losing money on that too so it was a disappointing day as far as the actual betting but um, i'm trying to think of some of the fun names um here um that that are really funny okay here we go. Um, Adrian Morales. Okay. Classic. Um, Full name for that horse. Ram- Ramiro Haro Garcia. Mm-hmm. All right. I think Race um, for Corona was a horse. Manuel Meza. I'm reading the jockey's names. Oh. <laughs> right. Hugo Herrera. Mm-hmm. Um, Jose P. Lopez. <laughs> I mean, come on. Jesus Olivias. David Baez. What the hell? So those are, that's the kind of silliness that you're going to get from horse racing. Um. Oh my God. Yeah. What anyway. are what are some of the horse names? No. Oh, the silly there. horse names. Yes. Yeah. 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 There are yes, definitely yes, some. Yes. There are definitely some of those too. Um. Let's see. Coro. There are Coronas for Ivory. There are a few Coronas actually. Yes. Kind of topical. Kind of weird. Absolutely. Big time. A poly. I don't know what that. Mm, redneck. M M Redneck. Mm-hmm. Classic. Um, cartel. Cartel money. M.M. Noah is just like ASAP in the rap game. This is like you put it in front. So Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. M.M. Rocky. Um, um, yeah, there's T.F. I'm that chick also. Um, Miss Alex. I mean, get people, we can go on. Maybe we'll post some of the, our favorites. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone specifically that I liked a lot. Nobody won for me, so obviously nothing stood out. But uh, I bet on a horse called Moving a Train, which I thought was a you? cool name. Uh, I don't really Go understand train. it. Moving a Train, and I tried I started to do choo choo noises. Uh, that was cool. Race, and people looked at me, and little kids. So yes, yes, this is a family friendly event. Well, not that. Not only that, but we were. I mean, we talk about attire. We were extremely out of place. We went with a friend who wore cowboy boots, which was a super smart mm-hmm. thing to do. We were wearing shorts. I had a Nuggets hat on. They clearly all hated the Nuggets. You know, everybody there had big old belt buckles. Um, you know, I had jeans. one of those those parody Make America Great hats. <laughs> yeah. You go up, it's a red hat, but it says Black Lives Matter on it. <laughs> And people right. hated so, that. Yeah. And then yeah. and Miriam was handing out IUDs and condoms and shit. And yes. you know, everybody there was like, okay. Yeah. It was just like a total goddamn she refused to speak Spanish to everybody, even though that was the you know, um lingua franca of that particular event. And um yeah, so, for, yeah, for so people it, who hate for people who have guns, you know, they really hated that protection that a condom <laughs> brought. Right. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um 
And um, so I guess my our, my point is, is we definitely stood out like a sore thumb. And, you know, we had our programs in front of us and just being like, so how do we do this? Who's that? Yes. We didn't know when any of the races started. The races started like very quickly, lasted yep. five seconds. We like, tried was to bet, race over? We tried to bet on a seventh race with three horses. A ninth not, race, yeah. yeah. Yes, that, that was uh, very quickly shot down. So yeah, yeah we were definitely uh, what the kids would call noobs. Uh, we were noobs for sure. We were oh noobs. my god! Look at those uh, noobs. But guess who came up twenty dollars on top? Noah. That's Jacob did. Jacob, Rub, and Noah. Luckily, yes, you had the great idea that we would eat this for content, and uh, our <laughs> listeners can can suck it up through a ear straw. Uh, and you can also do that too. Frankly, you can just suck it up. I did. I had the great idea to eat here for content. Yes. Go ahead with your intro. And then so so we ate we ate uh chicken tenders at the concession stand right. uh at the, the horse, horse race, race. Track. <laughs> uh which uh, uh spelling it out like that makes me feel a little better that I kind of opted out, Noah, honestly. You did. And here's the thing. It's about content, and I, I think I'm gonna keep reiterating that. And you did opt out. You, I, it was, I, um, I made the suggestion. You, you, we made this plan. It was very nice, of you guys, that had had the free time. It was cool that we were gonna do it. And I was like, you know, um, we, 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 some, we tend to sometimes leave our chicken kind of to the last moment. I was like, you know what? I'm a big fan of Jacob killing two birds with one stone. Convenience, that kind of shit. So I was like, oh my god. It'd be kind of fun to eat and also go to this event. And, um, you know, I'm not going to be hung. I just want to see, you know, and also we can talk about it. Um, anyway, you and show here, up. And here we are 25 <laughs> minutes into the podcast just okay. getting to the chicken. Well, we, but yes, I showed up and I, I'll, 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 I'll take blame. I'll take responsibility. No blame. There's no blame. I'm not trying to do blame. But I, I, know. I know you, Jacob, and I can feel your vibes almost immediately <laughs> and without you even saying anything <laughs> mm -hmm. i was like um so man are you ready to get those chicken tenders like yeah mm, nah not really <laughs> <laughs> so no. here's the deal though uh, i fucked myself because we went to a uh late breakfast at, right. at Sam's number three, Ooh. and I got a huge breakfast burrito, okay. like like a dummy. And then when I got to the place, I did not want to upset my tum tum, and okay. uh, I opted for that. That's but fine. I did eat one of the chicken tenders that you did you got? And and first of all, let me let me start off by saying the fries were really great. The they chicken. were really good fries. And also, let me start off by also saying yeah, yeah, $10 for chicken tenders and fries, which is good or fine, yes. especially at a sporting event or um, any sort of event. You feel like it's going to be a markup. I guarantee you chicken tenders plus fries. We're talking $15, $16. This is Noah's economy, economics corner. We're talking $15, $16. I mean, including inflation. Inflation, you're giving me fries – Included with chicken tenders. I mean, that's pretty good at an event. Anyway, 
Um, yes. And I'll go even a step further, Noah. Um, uh, I got my wife, my wife, yeah. uh, a, a course banquet along with me. Because uh, I was like, you know what? What goes great with Corona? Uh, beer. And uh, that was about like 15 bucks. So pretty good. Uh, comparatively speaking to other sporting events, uh, it, a, a beer at a Pepsi Center probably costs you $19. I, I would say so, at least. Yes. Um... That's, <laughs> that's not even without tip of the, the old lady who just had to turn around and grab a chorus for me. Right, yeah, and should be retired, but um, is saving for her grandparents, Chris, uh, grand kids fuck you um this was uh, a very relaxed vibe where were we oh i'm sorry still on the chicken um it was not aesthetically pleasing right i guess that's a really good way of putting it maybe a liberal way of putting it so Um, this is one of those tenders that you get and it's like too artificially shaped right where it's like ooh, that's too much of a perfect oval Right. It wasn't even, I don't even know what the shape was really. It was, it kind of looked like, you know what it kind of looked like? A huge, giant chicken McNugget. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Does it, that make sense? Where it's that like, makes an perfect un- sense. okay, cool. Good. It, <laughs> it looked like an unnatural shape. You know what I mean? Like a shape you wouldn't find in, in nature or time or space. But it like, it like basically immediately when they served me the nug, the tenders rather, I was like, well, Jacob was right. He was right, and I was wrong. I'm a fool. Um, These are going to be the worst thing I've ever tasted in my life, right? And we can all agree that, you know, the food here was some sort of, um, you know, one of those big food companies that they just, you know, some frozen thing, and they throw in a fryer. It's like, I know that shit, Jacob. I'm not, like, I'm not delusional about what this all is. You know what I mean? Look, and I'm not above it. All right. I don't want to paint that picture. Oh, let's uh, please let's please make sure that that is clear that Jacob is not above, which is kind of why. Let me be clear. I was so surprised. So yes. the fact that there is some rationale. You also did have you said raisin canes, another chicken tender <laughs> place. Yes. Uh, late night the night before. Yes. Um. So again, I'm not trying to cast blame. I'm not trying to cast dispersions. Um, explanation is fine. Explanation <laughs> makes me feel better. Um, good. Good. You didn't. You didn't mention Sam's number three. You know. Um, I, I didn't do it at the place. I didn't want to. I don't want to front. You know? I had, and this may, may be a place we should actually go. Um, I had a um, friend of the podcast, um, Nathan Lund, and I split a lunch on Saturday. A um, a family fajita meal for three. The two of us split for two, and Hell I did that yeah. be- before our show, and that was a mistake. So um, we're all, you Wait, know, we're, none place? of us are. What was the place though? The name was um, La Pasi La Pasadita. La... Uh, Do you know it? It sounds somewhat familiar. La Pasadita. La Pasadita. It's on Pasadita. like nineteenth and Washington. Hmm. It's kind of close to me, um, but somewhere we should definitely go. It's like a. It's a favorite and has been here um, has been here for a long time. So, yep. So somehow we ate at an even more Mexican place than that place. 
uh, here at the the racetrack. Um, I, I I didn't mind the tender at all, Noah. It was fine. Uh, it's it's classic uh, concession tenders. You know, it kind of reminded me of like uh, some tenders you might be able to get at like a high school basketball game which is like a, a maybe a little high class for something like that. But um, what did you, what was your overall, besides the fries being very good, what fries was your really overall good. take about the chicken tenders, Noah? Because uh, yes, and, and our friend who was with us uh, had a peculiar uh, detail about it that it seemed whipped a little bit <laughs> on the inside. Uh, do you agree with that statement? Because that's the first time I've heard anything like that regarding a chicken tender. I totally agree with what they said, and I thought it was also a really good um, sort of, um, what am I trying to say, Um, observation, and um, I think that, um, I I also agree, I think when you think about it, um, it, it makes sense for what it was, which was kind of like a, oh boy, now, now it just makes kind of makes me feel sick yeah it is kind of like a weird um (laughs) consistency i you know you can figure it out for yourself what do you think about that i so i i I do think that that's a fair assessment it did feel that's what i'm i think the whole the whole thing's a red flag because it seems like too good kind of like it's just like a good shape the inside looked really good and then it just tasted like uh how you imagine a chicken tender would taste uh maybe after you had some sort of operation where you like are are on some sort of drugs uh and that's how a chicken tender would taste to me and i don't know what i'm explaining right now but uh anyway noah this isn't gonna be covid brain (laughs) be the worst chicken tenders you've had they're not gonna be the best for sure um but i think we've had worse probably we've we've had worse um uh you know nothing comes to mind but we've had worse no yeah i've had worse um (laughs) um but um i agree dude i mean this is like you go to anything that's that's you know half the venue is outside you buy something there it's not going to be gourmet no um and you know you go there with the intention of content, and you leave with content. And I and think that's it was so you know, crazy that one of the the horse's name was intention for content. So right. that that was uh... and they lost. Every, they were in every race and lost every single race. And lost. it was interesting. We asked a guy. We were like, "Do horses usually race every race?" And they said, "No. This is absolutely out of the ordinary and something that we would like to put a stop to. Put a stop to it." Do you do you like horses, Noah? Are you a horse girl at heart? Um, are you really asking me? Yeah. No, no I do don't like, like I no, I don't like horses. I have it's one of my closers, actually. Um um fans of my comedy, you know, the the, Wait, the Nosters. Oh, okay. Fans of my performance art, I should say, um, will will certainly recognize one of my bits as how much I hate horses. Um I don't like horses. I think they're they're smelly, they're big, and they're useless. But I'm not going to do my bit. I could do my bit. I no. could just do my bit on the podcast. You do you like horses? To. Are you a little? Are you a little save a horse, ride a cowboy kind of guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really. That's, I'm kind of like fuck the horse. I could give a fuck. Ride, you know, ride whatever. But 
leave the um, cowboy alone. Yeah, what sure. says. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I don't like horses. Uh, my, <laughs> I have a half sister right now. She loves horses. Okay. She's taking horse racing. So I'm trying to uh, like it for her sake. But um, yeah, I don't really care. Uh, I think horses, you know, ever since they got that Budweiser commercial have been on a high horse, not even to even to walk into that pun uh, about it. And, really? Uh, yeah, that was an accident. That was an accident. All if right. you say so. All right. Why the long pun? Uh, and I don't know. I, I, I just don't really – I like horses. Um, I don't like the Denver Broncos, so I've never right. enjoyed the horses. Those are the only horses I like. Um, yeah. And Dreamcatcher, Nikola Jokic's horse. Yeah, Dreamcatcher – uh sea biscuit i think is one of the most overrated movies ever um i'll say that uh it's no hustle by adam sandler on netflix uh so that's that's what i'll say about that noah and it's funny you talk about your fans um i, I keep on meaning to bring this up on the podcast but our listeners i think we should call them chicken shits what do you think about them? <laughs> Okay, cock-a-doodle-doo. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for joining us, Chicken Shits. Uh, glad. Uh, we. I highly, highly recommend going to the horse racing, and we're definitely going to go back. Uh, my wife took to it probably the strongest out of every anyone and uh, learned parlays by the end. She was betting, placing, uh, showing. Uh, so I definitely have to bring my wife back to lose more money uh, on the horse racing. And I get why it's an addictive activity that's ruined lives. I think I'll say that. Well, it's really, really good and important that we put in our show notes those numbers and those resources for people who may or may not know about them. Because absolutely, I I can only imagine that if you're bringing your kids to something like this on a weekly basis um you know your hobby is is but then again people spend money on ridiculous minutia and and stupid things all the time jacob so it's like you know why not why not have a fun hobby where you're betting on a dumb animal who, yeah skip, who's out in the hot sun skip getting school supplies for your children yeah. all right yeah. go to the fucking horse track like a man buy some chicken tenders that are inexpensive whipped and and we'll fill you up are are plenty um fine they're just okay they're fine and if you can't (laughs) if you can't make it to the racetrack noah the action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Right. Especially this summer. There's so much sports going on. I'm aware of everything. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Think of how many horses you could bet on with 100 one thousand dollars that's right <laughs> yeah it's hard because it says one thousand dollars yeah do one thousand dollars and if it doesn't win you'll get another shot to cash in cash in cash out cash in cash out you can throw down on all major action for baseball golf mma and more you can bet on wwe you can bet on uh, curling, which is out of season, but uh, so it's very hard to find. Not uh, in the southern hemisphere. Uh, uh-uh. I was at uh, Sam's number three in and Sunday morning, uh, dropping stacks on DraftKings on 
a whim, uh, a, a, a girl uh, volley uh, uh, a softball on softball that was being played. Plus, with same game parlay spreads, money lines, over unders, and props, your betting feels endless. Uh, please talk about an upcoming game of your choice. Uh, you you know you can bet on the Colorado Rockies. Yes, sir. Rocktober, here we team. come. We're getting to Rocktober. You can bet on how much the Rockies are gonna beat their opponent because that's all you can bet on because that's all that happens. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Noah, take the best part of the podcast, and that's the call to action. This is the call to action, and I'm not texting on the show. It's my favorite part. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN, only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Um, and... Uh, Everybody who gambles, just make sure you you check out your local resources. And again, that's your local resources in states where it is legal to gamble. Thank you so much, DraftKings. Thank you so much, the Basketball Podcast Network. Jesus. Okay, good, good, good. And we're back. Uh, welcome back to Chicken and the Nuggets, uh, already in progress. Uh, Noah, it's time to talk some hoops, boy. And I, there's no one who I like to talk hoops more than you, Noah. And boy, I can't wait for basketball to start. I guess it's my main thesis of this episode is I'm ready. I've been watching highlights. I've been watching lowlights. Um, I've been ready. Yeah, to, me too. Yes. Uh, I've been watching devastating losses the Nuggets <laughs> have had throughout the years. Uh, don't know why. I've been watching too much Survivor. Um, so Noah, how do, how do you feel right now, uh, at, uh, about the Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets? Um, well, um, as we've been saying for the past few months, um, I feel really good. You know, the boys are getting into shape. Bones, uh, is getting into shape. Um, Jokic is about to start Eurobasket here at the beginning of September. Um, I don't know who else, who else is competing in that? Is Vladko or, um... Uh, would he be the only other guy? Anyway, um, yes, think so. Um, um, maybe um, come come um, um, Isaac. What the fuck is the French guy's name? Would he be competing in that? Uh, uh Facundo Campazzo. Is that who you're thinking of? No, he's from Argentina, which is in South America. It doesn't matter. We're moving on. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the biggest, most current basketball thing that's about to come up. Um, and nobody really cares about that. I'd like to watch it. Um, but, um, Kevin Durant, um, said today, uh, it was reported that he was going to, um, retire before he plays for the Nets. This is un-Nuggets related. Um, and then he came out and said that that was a lie. Um, so we're, as far as, (laughs) I guess the Nuggets. Almost news in the NBA world. (laughs) Right. Uh, Um, um, so I am, um, I'm trying to think. I don't know, Jacob, what do you want to talk about? (laughs) We'll start with Kevin Durant because what a, um, at the very least, what a wrestling ass move to pull is like a, uh, a kind of like, oh, you're not going to trade me. I'll just fucking quit. And uh, I think there's some validity to it. I know he said no, 
but uh, it's something about Kevin Durant. Like anything seems like uh, it could be possible, you know? Um, so I don't know. I still, we talked about last week. I still think that he stays in uh, Brooklyn. Um, but uh, obviously he can't be happy with either uh, the general manager or Steve Nash, which is pretty funny because he brought in Steve Nash pretty much and got to pick him. So uh, <laughs> classic KD. Um, I didn't want to talk about Bones, Noah. Uh, Bones looks great. He might have to have a new nickname pretty soon, uh, which I don't know. Uh, maybe, you know, we'll, we'll think of something. Thighs think he could be thighs oh you mean just because he's putting on so much mm-hmm. he's putting on that weight he's putting on that mass okay very good i i like the idea of him becoming a um it becoming an ironic nickname like what if he just gains a hundred pounds and he's just known as bones but like uh, as a joke a little raven felton out there Right, you know, right. like, yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. bulldog. Who's that guy? Who's that rookie who is like Zion type built? Do you know who I'm talking about? I yeah, he's on, he's on the Memphis, Sacramento Grizzlies. He's on the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I forgot what his fucking name is, but yeah, he put Chet Holmgren pretty much yeah. on his back and kind of just dominated him. That was pretty yeah. sick. And and the Grizzlies have um have uh, Roddy too, so they're gonna be like a big, uh fucking beefy team little little beef stack houses on that team beef stack houses beef stack houses Um, uh and we talked about it all summer noah but but bones is might be uh the most pivotal nugget uh this upcoming season uh jamal murray is not gonna play uh full time it seems like uh nuggets traded monte morris of course so this is pretty much on uh bones to be at least a backup point guard if not a uh very uh pivotal uh player um in the whole nuggets rotation now i'm very excited to see what bones can do and i think this is shaping up to be a breakout season for bones who ultimately is a nuggets fan favorite already but yeah. i think it, this is going to be even the next step to um for Bones to become, uh, I even think he has the possibility of being like a Harden on the Thunder six man uh, type possibility, like that that much of a scorer. Um, so, what do you think, Noah, about Bones, and uh, how excited are you? <laughs> um, I am so excited. I mean, it it almost sounds like you listened to our podcast last week and you were like, wow, Noah is making a lot of sense because I, I've been saying this all off season. He is highly motivated. I mean, we saw like in the Sixers game last year, his, his ceiling is, I mean, obviously not reach, you know, we really have no idea what his ceiling is, but we do know where he can go and what he's capable of. And that's, you know, fucking showing up, dropping um, you know, close to the 30 on prime time against one of the top teams in the East, which last year was a way more competitive conference. So it's like, um, I think you're right. I think expectations are high. I, I also want to say, I think this year, maybe more than the last two seasons, I think the Nuggets expectations, um, you know, we talk about a window and everything, you know, it, they, with Caldwell Pope and, you know, Bruce Brown, it's, it's, huge expectations and i think with bones you know they are clearly trusting him a lot 
Um, and especially as that guy coming off the bench, um, you know, we've had such longevity with Monte and, you know, Barton and what they kind of, you know, put into that um, role. So this is this is a really big thing for him because he has to step up not only in just the way he plays, but also in, you know, as a teammate and whatever he might bring to that. And he's he can do that, dude. He's a fucking he's a nonstop hype train, you know, try to stop him. He's like um, Denzel Washington and Ryan Reynolds, unstoppable on <laughs> on a train that can't that is uh, brakes are broken or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's exactly what that is. Yes, uh, yes so nailed it, Noah. Uh, <laughs> looking at uh, really quick the DraftKings NBA future bets, Noah. Mm-hmm. Um, Bones Highland actually is fifth place right now in odds for the sixth man of the year. Ooh, uh, okay. 1800, which is still pretty good odds. Who, uh, the only players above him are yes. Jordan Poole, uh, Tyler Hero, who won, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, which is kind of weird. Uh, He's on the Celtics. Yeah, man. that's like a Celtics homer pick. Sure. And uh, Jordan Clarkson has the same odds. So actually, he's tied for fourth. Uh, Hasn't Jordan, Jordan Clarkson's won it? What three times. times? Yeah, three or four Twice. times. So, yeah. Um, but Bones has better odds than Spencer Didwitty, uh, mm. Kevin Love, um, Kelly Oubre, who I really always have like a, a, a soft spot for for some reason. Um, is Kelly Oubre on Golden State still, or no? Where is the fuck? No, is Kelly, Oubre uh, Kelly Oubre plays. Did for... he play last year? He did play last year. Um, mm. Fuck, who did he get traded to though? He got traded during the season. Um, from he, Golden State. Yes, he is on yeah. the Wizards. He okay. uh, nope, he's I would on not... the Charlotte Hornets right now. Okay, yeah. See, I wouldn't have remembered <laughs> that. You didn't remember that. Um, I did not. I googled it real quick. Yeah, nice. Um, what what do you think is more likely, Six Man of the Year or Most Improved? I think Six Man of the Year, Most Improved. Um, it, now that they gave it, they gave it to Jaw, right? Um, uh-huh. Now that they gave it to Ja, and yeah, the odds do reflect this, is that uh, it needs to be someone who gets into the superstar level. Starting, so, yeah. So the 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 uh, the best odds right now is Anthony Edwards at uh, plus one thousand, and then Halliburton at plus twelve hundred. I see. Um, and then even Zion's plus eighteen hundred. So uh, they're that would be super weird to me. I mean, he would have to be like. Uh, the second coming or something uh, for that to happen. Uh, catching my eye, uh, Michael Porter Jr. plus 3,500 on most improved player, which I guess, uh, you know, improved from nothing uh, yeah. might be pretty good. So and, uh, and he was, what, fourth in his um, essentially debut year when he was shooting 46% or something? Yeah. I, uh, Is that right? He, he was... was, he was he was fourth in um, most, yeah, most improved, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so, Which is huge, you know, for, I mean, that, you know, um, if you're talking about that metric, which you are, uh, you know, taking that level from whatever, you know, rotation or role player or whatever the fuck that is to superstar, the fact that MPJ in, in his second year or whatever the fuck, was fourth place. I I don't see it as to- totally unlikely that that Bones could um could make some step like step like that. No, no, not at all. 
Looking at some more future bets, Noah, if we're moving on from Bones for a minute before we get out of here, uh, Michael Malone kind of caught my eye. He's at plus 1,400 for coach of the year. I mean, if Nuggets get a number one seat, that's pretty easy money, actually. Who who else is on that list also? So, Emi Odoku is number one. Nice. Uh, Taylor Jenkins is number two. Uh, Chris Finch, Ty Lue, Monty Williams. Ta- Taylor Jason. Jenkins is New Orleans? No. Uh, Taylor Jenkins is the Grizzlies, Grizzlies guy. Grizzlies, yeah. Yes. So Malone has pretty good odds yeah. uh, being like eighth, but um, I think that's pretty good value. And if we want to look over the old MVP action, Noah, uh, <laughs> you might be like, well, Jokic has won two in a row. He must be top three, right? Uh, he's number four. Nice. Uh, so Luca is plus 400, which if we learned anything from horse racing, that barely wins you anything. Right. Uh, Joel Embiid's plus 600. Uh, Giannis is plus 700. And then Jokic is plus 900. Also, the silliest names do not win always. So, yeah. Um, another point to think about. Yes. Oh, then I would have bet on LaMelo Ball at plus 700. Uh, <laughs> 7,000, excuse me. Uh, this list is really interesting to go down, Noah. First of all, the next nugget is Jamal Murray at plus 14,000, uh, which would be Whoa. an amazing story uh, and pretty great. I mean, he has better odds than Zach Levine, De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, Bam. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, to, to have better odds than Zach Levine, who had a good season last year. And yeah. Jamal didn't even play at all. I mean, that that's a pretty impressive, um, you know, that just shows his pedigree and what, again, expectations are for him. So he has he's, better, he's, he has better odds than Shea Gildress Alexander, who in a world could just like win the scoring title and maybe be an well, MVP, yeah. I think. That Oklahoma City team is going to be interesting. It could be true. I really think it could be a total disaster or like, I mean, what the Cavs did last year, at least during the regular season, the Cavs beat the Nuggets immediately, and and then they didn't really have much of a, um, you know, stumble the rest of the year. I think OKC absolutely could have that. And you're you're a big um, you're a big giddy head. Um, you like to giddy you like to giddy up all over the place. I know that about you. So uh, I love me some giddy. I think he's he's next. Uh, another one, Noah Michael Porter Jr. at Three hundred and fifty thousand, great, great odds. He has worse odds than Russell Westbrook. He has better odds than Sabonis and Aiton. So hey, that's crazy. Yeah, well, some of these are kind of crazy. That's he does have better odds than like Cade and Scotty Bards, which is kind of weird because Cade could easily just run a team. I don't know. No, Uh, totally, he could. And then uh, Noah, three hundred and fifty thousand. That's crazy. Three hundred fifty thousand. Uh, the last person listed on uh, this is Clint Capella at three hundred thousand. Uh, so <laughs> okay. uh, that'd be pretty funny, Clint Capella. Um, and is Clint Capella still on the Celtics? Is no, he? he's still no. on the Hawks. He's still on the Hawks. Still on the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Clint Capella went from. The Hawks, no, no. Did he go? He got traded back to the Clint uh, Capella, the German guy. No, oh, you know who I'm is... thinking of? Jen- Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, Clint Capella is Swiss, though. 
Yes, that is, is pretty similar. Uh, we're gonna shut the fuck up, everybody. Couple quick hitters before we get out of here, Noah. Uh, the NBA opening night, October eighteenth. Do you know who it is? Do you want to guess? Two games. Um, is it um the Lakers versus the Lakers? <laughs> Almost. Is it the Lakers and Clippers? It is the Lakers at the Warriors. Okay, is basically, okay. and then. The 76ers at the Celtics. Nice. Is that? Yeah, I was going to say Lakers and Celtics, but they wouldn't have done a, yeah. an East-West in the beginning. Um, well, oh, this is something. Any, sorry, what were your other quick hitters? Of course it is. NBA is so predictable. My other quick hitter was the Christmas Day schedule. Yes, I was, was going to say that, yeah. Which I, I thought you were. And the Nuggets, of course, classic matchup with the Phoenix Suns. The Suns. Of Phoenix. So I actually, I don't know if you were being sarcastic or not, but I do think that that will be a great game. I imagine, I mean, if not, certainly we're going to have that 10 o'clock fucking game. But the yeah. last Christmas game we have was against a Zionless um, Pelicans team, yes. so which we lost. Um, so this will be hopefully a way more watched and um, cared about game you know, in the middle of the season, however much you can put credence into that. And the Suns, who, frankly, I don't know what's going to happen with them this year, you know? I mean, expectations are also yeah. high, but fuck them. Well, there's a world that the Suns completely blow it up, and there's a world where they have Kevin Durant in a couple weeks or <laughs> by yeah. Christmas. So uh, yeah. we'll see that. Um, I'm excited Nuggets get a, a Christmas game. Really? Uh, yeah. I'm not sure if it's in Denver, but maybe even maybe either way we should go. Noah, what do you think about that? That would be kind of cool. You would want to be you would want to spend Christmas in Phoenix. There's nothing more I would want to do than uh, spend Christmas in Phoenix in the desert. Yeah, actually, and, me too. And hopefully, we forget about that statement that I just made by the time yeah. Christmas rolls around. Well, so. and and I only get to see like I only get to be with my entire family usually once a year. So I think it would be good to forego that and go to like, <laughs> the desert where there's no water and it's basically like the antithesis of Christmas time in the holiday season. They put, you know, lights on cactuses. What a godforsaken goddamn place. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, let's yes. go. Let's go. Uh, I think that's going to do it here for this week on the Why podcast. Uh, we, we can't wait for basketball to start. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, hanging out with us this offseason. Do you have anything you want to plug, Noah? Nothing to plug. Come to Westfax this week. I had to cancel, but I just realized that my trip just now canceled again. So I'm going to have to talk to Jacob about rebooking me again on that show. But come to Westfax, not this <laughs> week. What the fuck? The 28th. <laughs> yes, the anyway, 28th. Uh, go regardless. Um, go, go regardless. It is the 27th. Uh, please oh. come to Westfax Brewery right next to Casa Bonita. Uh, I didn't get around to taking Noah off of the list, so if you're around, you're still booked for that show. I sure am. Okay, good. Uh, JJ Billingsley is headlining, yes. so come check out JJ, uh, future guest of the podcast. And absolutely, uh, yeah. I think uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on Instagram at Chicken in the Nuggets at Nuggets Pod on Twitter. Buy our shirts. Buy Noah's shirts. Uh, I got a Frank Diazar one coming. Do you? Uh, cool. When, whenever Noah gives me one. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll give you. I, I do have to do that. I'm overdue. I'll give you a hoodie. Okay. Well, Anything else? Thanks, everybody, for the podcast. And um, right. bye, Jacob. Bye. Love you. Love, love you, you, listeners. Bye.